Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next half hour, we'll be learning how to walk deeper with the Lord. When things are going wrong in our lives, it's easy to focus on all the things that are wrong. But as Rabbi Schneider reminds us today, we should be less focused on our feelings and more focused on our relationship with the Lord. And if you'd like to take some notes on today's lesson titled, Getting Into Alignment from our series, How to Receive the Father's Love, then be sure to download Rabbi's study guides online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now, here is Rabbi Schneider. Many of us grew up wishing we had a stronger father. Some of us grew up wishing we had a stronger relationship with our father. The good news is that whatever was lacking in our relationship with our earthly father doesn't have to leave us permanently crippled or empty. God has called us to himself in such a relationship that he adopts us as his sons and daughters and becomes our father. This is the primary purpose, beloved one, for which you've been saved. You've been saved to come into a son or daughter relationship with Father God, knowing, beloved ones, that because we are loved, we have life in ourselves. The only way we can walk with true life, I'm talking about life that will sustain us. The only way we can walk through life growing healthier as opposed to falling into decay and destruction, is if we're living by the life of not our earthly father, but Father God. Hear what the Word of God teaches us in John chapter 5, verse 25 through 27, in the sense of realizing it's the Father himself that gives us life so that we can live forever and live in health and in victory in this world. And the reason that I'm stressing this now is that when you and I are depending on Father God to give us life on a daily basis, we're truly clinging to Hashem. We're clinging to God as our Father to sustain us life, to continue to give us new life, to continue to cause newness of life to well up from within us every day. When we're dependent on this, we're going to receive that life that's going to cause us actually to become younger rather than grow older. Now, I know that our flesh will inevitably grow old and we'll get wrinkles and lose our hair and all those types of things. But I'm not talking about our flesh. I'm talking about being renewed, as the Bible says, daily in our inner man so that the last years of our life, even if you live to 85 or 95 years old, you could be in your heart younger than you ever were before because you're being continually revived and rejuvenated in an ever-increasing way by the life of Father God. Listen to what the Bible says in John chapter 5, verse 25 through 27. Yeshua speaking. He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, a time is coming, and even now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so he gave to the Son also to have life in himself. So Yeshua is saying here that he was living 
by the life of the Father. And he was saying that now, when we look to him, he said, the time is coming, and he said, and now has arrived when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. He's talking about right now. You and I were dead in our transgressions and sins, but the Father, through the Holy Spirit, is working in our life through King Jesus, through the Son, and when we hear... When the Father opens our ears to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, and we hear, not in the literal sense, but intuitively, we respond to the Holy Spirit, what happens is we live, that we're made alive. The Bible says that we were dead in our transgressions in sin, but God made us alive. And so if you're really alive, you're living by the life of the Father. And the more that we cling to the Father, the more that we look to the Father for life, the more that we depend on Him for life, the more alive, the more young, the more rejuvenation we're going to experience in our life. We're going to go from breakthrough to breakthrough. We're going to go from strength to strength. We say in Hebrew, may you go from strength to strength. I'm looking for breakthrough as I get older in life. I want the youngest days of my life to be the time of my life where I'm most advanced physically. You see, Jesus' first miracle was he turned the water to wine when the good wine ran out. And so Yeshua spoke over water and he turned the water to wine and the people were amazed. And someone said, what is this? Usually when someone hosts a party, they save the good wine first, then they serve the poor wine. But they said in this banquet, the good wine was served last. And I believe that there's a intuitive miracle to perceive there. And that is this, that in Jesus, the best years of our life can be the last years of our life when we're living by the life of the Father. Isn't that good news? Doesn't that give you hope that life doesn't have to get more and more, you know, go on a downward trajectory as we age? We can get younger and younger as we advance in age because we're living by the life of the Father. I'm going to the book of 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 through 5. Hear the word of God. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope. Now notice it's the Father. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has caused us to be born again. Now when we speak about being born again, we're not talking about some type of religious persuasion. We're not talking about some crazy fringe fundamentalist movement. When the Bible speaks about being born again, it's literal. It's a scientific phenomenon through which we receive new life. That's why those believers in Acts chapter 2 began to speak with languages they had never learned. Why? Because the spirit of divine life was within them and gave them the supernatural ability to speak a foreign language. So when we are born again, we have literally received the zoe, life of God. Zoe is the word in the original Greek that speaks about God's life. So there comes a time when we receive Jesus that we literally at that time receive the Holy Spirit. 
And so the Father is the one that caused us to be born again. He put his spirit within us. It's a literal thing. You're alive. It's not a religious doctrine or persuasion. It's a scientific spiritual reality. He caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. When you understand that you've been born again by God the Father and that Jesus has truly, literally been raised from the dead, hope will come in your heart because you will then know that you could conquer anything, that anything you will ever face, you will overcome and conquer. Why? Because you are in Jesus that was raised from the dead. Jesus overcame every earthly reality, every earthly obstacle. That stone was rolled away and he rose from the dead. And when you're born again and now have your life in him, no matter what you face in life, you will overwhelmingly conquer because you're in him. That's why Peter says here, you were born again to a living hope. I know when I was born again, when Jesus revealed himself to me in 1978, suddenly hope sprang into my heart. I was broken before that. I was oppressed. I was confused. I was in fear. But when God the Father revealed himself to me through the person of Jesus, in an instant, hope came into my heart. I went from looking down in defeat to looking up in victory because I know that Jesus rose from the dead and is now seated at the Father's right hand. And because the Father chose me in him, I am ascending up out of the darkness into the light. And so Peter said, you've been born again to a living hope. And Peter says this hope is to obtain an inheritance. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back in a moment. It's our prayer that today's message has been a blessing to you so far, and we hope that it enriches your walk with Yeshua. If you have a prayer request, we invite you to submit it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Our team lifts up every individual request before the Lord, and it would be our pleasure, privilege, and honor to pray for you and your family. At Discovering the Jewish Jesus, we are looking for like-minded people who are ready to partner with us. If you're sensing the Lord leading you to offer a financial gift of support, would you please contact us today? Become a monthly partner. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or to give a gift of any amount today, just call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now here's Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. When we think about obtaining an inheritance, we're talking about something in the future. If you speak about having an inheritance, it means it's something that you're going to be taking possession of in the future. I want you to think about that. Peter said you've been born again to a living hope to obtain an inheritance. Why am I stressing this? Because too many today are living for the now. They're thinking that somehow it's this world that's going to cause all their problems to disappear. They think somehow if they can acquire something in this world, that they're going to become instantly content and happy. The heroes of the faith, they were not living for this world. They were living to obtain an inheritance that was reserved in heaven for them. Listen to what Peter said here. You've been born again to a living hope through Jesus Christ from the dead, listen, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable, 
undefiled and will not fade away. And hear this next part, reserved in heaven for you. This inheritance, it's something in the future. It's reserved in heaven for you. You've got something to look forward to. It's heaven. Jesus said, rejoice that your names are recorded in the book of life, in the book of heaven, in the kingdom of heaven. And so I want you to hear that too many today are being taught that this world is what it's all about. They're going to church services and they're hearing all about how they can get a promotion, how they can have more money, how they can live without any problems, how they can get the perfect marriage partner, how they can get a new whatever. And it's just a misplaced message. Sure, I'm thankful for all those blessings in my life and we should all bring all our desires to the Lord. But if the primary focus of our heart is that it's gonna be what we're gonna receive in this world, then we're deceived. Because when you think about the heroes of the faith, think, for example, of Paul, his life. Was he getting everything that this world had to offer, which in turn was making him happy? No. Paul was living with imprisonment. He was being beaten. He was shipwrecked. He was whipped. He was imprisoned. He died in prison. He wasn't getting all the things of the world for his happiness. His happiness came from his relationship with God the Father through Jesus. He said that through Jesus and his relationship with the Father, he had learned how to be content with every situation. The point that I'm making, beloved, is that biblical faith understands that what we're living for is the inheritance that's reserved in heaven for us. Think about Jesus. Jesus said the foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man, he said, has nowhere to lay his head. Was Jesus living, you know, everything in this world was what he was teaching was the answer to success, was the answer to fulfillment? No, Jesus was living for one thing, for his relationship with the Father. He was living an obedient life in love with the Father. That was what made him complete. And so I want you to understand that you and I have been given life by the Father and we've also been given inheritance by the Father. And even though he blesses us with things in this world, our primary focus should not be what we're going to receive in this world, but our primary focus should be what we're going to receive when we see him face to face, when the kingdom of heaven is fully brought to bear. You see, the patriarchs of old, they didn't live for this world. Moses, for example, he never even entered the promised land. The patriarchs of old were not settled for this world. They were aliens and strangers in the earth. It says they were looking for the city whose architect and builder is God. So I want to encourage you to look heavenward and know that your best days are yet to come. If we don't have our eyes fixed on the kingdom of heaven, if we don't have our eyes fixed on the revelation of Jesus at his second coming, knowing that that's where we're going to receive our reward, we need to get back into alignment with biblical faith because we should be looking beyond this world to the world to come. That's why Jesus said, don't rejoice that you're able to drive out demons. Rejoice that your names are recorded in the book of life. I want you to know that while Yeshua was on the earth, he was always fully cognizant of his relationship with the Father. He was always walking in divine fellowship with the Father. The only time that Jesus wasn't conscious of the Father's love and affection 
The only time he wasn't conscious of his unity with the Father when he was on the cross taking our sins. And because he took our sins in his own body on the tree, he felt that sense of separation. That's why he cried out on the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That was the only time Yeshua was not conscious of the Father's love, of the Father's presence. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. So the, the point is, is that you and I should be focusing every day on coming into an experiential revelation of the fact that we are walking in fellowship and in union with the Father. That should be our goal every day. Father, help me to enter into a deeper communion with you. Help me to become more conscious of your presence in my life. Father, help me to enter into a deeper experience of your love for me. Now, I realize that we can't walk by feelings. Feelings come and go, and we can't control our feelings, even as we can't control whether it's going to be sunny or cloudy today. We can't control our feelings. They pass. We have no control over them. And there's times that we don't feel that connection. But taking a step back and looking at it from a distance, when we set our eyes and our focus and our goal on coming into a deeper walk with the Father and experiencing Him in a fuller way over time, even though we can't gauge it by our feelings on any given day, but over time, we're gonna come into a greater and greater experience of His love, a greater and greater peace because we know that He's with us and a greater and greater joy that will be in our life because of a relationship with them. Again, you can't always measure it on a daily basis because feelings come and go. But when you take a long-term approach and just keep being faithful every day, you're gonna find that over the years, you're going deeper and deeper in the love of God and coming into a greater and greater experiential walk with the Father. So beloved, I just want to encourage us all today. Let's get back into alignment. Some of us have been in environments where all the focus has been on Jesus and we should focus on Jesus. But the problem is when all the focus is on Jesus and the focus is not on the Father because Jesus never claimed to be the destination. He claimed to be the way to the destination. Yeshua said, I am the way the truth and the life, and no man cometh to the Father but through me. You see, the Father is the one that loved you and I so much that He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. And because He loves us so much, He sent Jesus to this earth to die for our sins. And then He is actively now working in our lives to draw us to Himself through Jesus, and He's at work in our life through the Holy Spirit to conform us to the image of a son. Beloved, he'll always be with you and he'll never leave you or forsake you. We're learning about the inheritance that's waiting for us in heaven right here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. To learn more about this program or to learn more about our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, let me invite you to go to our website and explore. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. 
And while you're there, be sure to take a moment to explore our treasury of messianic content. We're in the middle of the fall holy days. And if you don't know that much about them, then we would love for you to learn more so that you can help us share the good news of the inheritance that awaits us all. And here's Rabbi to share a little more of what's on his heart today. Shalom and God bless you, beloved ones. In 1978, when the Lord supernaturally revealed himself to me as Jesus, I was instantly so excited. I started telling everybody about Jesus. I went out and bought a New Testament, started devouring the Word of God. I was going to churches all over the city. And you know what? The only thing that cost me was gas money and the price of buying a Bible. But now that the Lord has raised me up to preach the gospel all over the world through television and on the ground crusades, this costs money. And beloved, I can't do it without you. The Lord has ordained that the gospel is financed through the finances of his people. I wanna ask you today, if you believe in me, if you believe in this ministry, if you believe the kingdom is being built through this ministry, just sow a financial seed immediately and become a partner with us and you'll be blessed, beloved, because you're gonna have a reward for the souls that are being changed in this ministry. Thank you and shalom. To support this ministry with a gift of any amount, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a call. One of our team members will be happy to take your call when you dial 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. You can also send your gift of partnership in the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. We'll say thank you for your partnership by sending you a monthly teaching CD or audio download that's designed to speak truth faith, and revelation into your life. And for those of you who are new monthly partners, we'll also send you an authentic shofar that's been handcrafted in Israel. The shofar is an ancient musical instrument that has so much meaning and symbolism, and its sound is meant to awaken hearts and minds, especially during these holy days. And once again, you can partner with us when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And then don't forget, yesterday at sunset started the clock on the final fall feast, Sukkot. This fall holy day in Sunday, October the 16th at nightfall. And also today, Rabbi is going to be presenting a message live from the heart of Israel. You can join millions of people around the world as we celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. Discover how you can see this historic event when you visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click Rabbi Live for the times so you can watch on your local Daystar television network. Right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing from Rabbi. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm Dustin Roberts, and on behalf of all of us here at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, thank you for joining us today. Be sure to come back next time when Rabbi Schneider shares more insightful teachings connecting the Old and New Testament.